Vivid Nectar Podcast, episode 252. We're back at it. We're going to be discussing two albums that got delayed recently. From there, we're going to be going into Modern Warfare 2. Best believe I've been playing it. Got a good two to four hours. So I'm going to give you my first impressions on it. Spoiler alert, I'm loving it. Then we're going to get into some slight YouTube talk. You know, YouTube's looking a bit prettier, more organized, some curves on the thumbnails. And I'm just going to be breaking down the changes from my personal opinion. You know the way I feel about it. And YouTube's future as far as its implementations. Then we're going to be going into a bit of a, not not a, t- a tangent exactly, but I guess sort of, you know, ways to look out for your friends, proper ways to do it, knowing when to, you know, look out for them. And we'll, we'll, we'll get right into it. I know a little messy right there, but to start it off, Drake and 21 Savage have delayed their album, Her Loss, by about, what, two weeks or so? It was supposed to drop yesterday on the 28th. It's going to be releasing November 4th. Noah, 40. 40 caught COVID. He's sick. And right now they're in the process of the mixing and mastering before, you know, the album finally done. We get to be able to finish the year off with a potential album of the year contender. Potential, y'all. Y'all, you know, we can't hype it up too much with Drake 20, Drake and 21 Savage. I'm lying. We got to hype it up all the way. I'm, I'm hyping it up. These two together, I got high expectations as far as what to expect. And going off from there, we have Metro Boomin Dylan delaying his album Heroes and Villains due to sampling issues and it's going to be delayed all the way until December 2nd. It was scheduled to release November 4th in about two weeks but an extra month ahead. Now as far as um, it being sampling issues, I could believe it man. Uh, as far as sampling, listen, I'm not in there in the industry but I could see based off other artists how they talked about interviews, how it could be a complicated process. So, hey, I'm all for albums needing extra time. I'm all for that. The same when it comes to video games. If we talk about games that they got to be pushed back a year or so, please, please, because we get tired of half-baked games. We get tired of basically paying for betas. Paying for betas. We get tired of doing that. And overall, it's, you know, 2022 is going to end off incredibly well with these two albums. They are. And I can't wait for them to release. We chopping it up over here now to get right into the next subject. YouTube has done a complete overhaul. They've now categorized videos, shorts, and lives into three separate categories. I said it earlier, YouTube looking a little bit curvy. They got the thumbnails. They took away the sharp corners and it's looking a bit on the softer side. And it's incredible to see how YouTube isn't going the route of we're just going to change everything up to Forget everything else. We're going straight into shorts. But hey, we're going we're gonna to make shorts a bigger priority on the platform. Shorts are here to stay, which I enjoy. I've, I've seen a good amount of engagement on shorts. I myself have realized that I enjoy watching YouTube shorts more than I like watching shorts on Instagram. And TikTok, I, I still, I've never been fully able to invest myself in TikTok as far as like going through the feed, enjoying content. I'm trying though, not like to where I'm forcing myself like, let me keep scrolling. But I've gone out of my way to follow certain TikTok creators that, you know, whose content I enjoy. Hopefully the algorithm would put me to their content instead of just showing me girls that are naked damn near 24%, 24-7. It's like, oh, I'm trying to watch, I'm following music related pages. Are you trying to see this girl do a dance and then almost be naked? No, nah, man, this is TikTok algorithm. <clears throat> TikTok algorithm is on something. I'll tell you that. But YouTube shorts, I've been enjoying it as far as the quality, at least how the algorithm treats me on there. It's been dope. It's been pretty dope. Loving the balance. Love the fact that, hey, videos aren't going to be going over, over, 
anywhere. Videos are clearly the lifeline of YouTube, but the fact that they're putting an extra emphasis on shorts to the point where they're restructuring the, restructuring the entire format on the platform, you love to see it. You love to see it done well. You love to see it implemented cleanly. And most importantly, it's going to be a bit of a side tangent here. I'm loving this space that we're in as far as, can I say media consumption? Media consumption, where, yes, things have been driven to a point when it comes to short form content, where everyone's scrambling for reels. We got to hop on the reels. But I still love the fact there's plenty of long form content to be consumed. Like YouTube videos ain't going anywhere. And the fact that not only has YouTube doubled down on doing like a YouTube podcast space separately, the fact that we're able to enjoy short form content and long form content at the same time, I feel is a win for everybody. Everybody get to eat. You enjoy your short stuff. You enjoy your long stuff. We all here going to be going hand in hand. Now, as far as I believe 2023 with shorts, you're going to start being able to make money off of shorts. That's going to be scrumptious. Hopefully, now, hopefully we're going to make, we, we making sure by that point we're monetized on the platform. I, you know, y'all know I enjoy creating for myself, most importantly, but come on, let's add the dollar signs on there too. You're going to catch me spinning, spinning on my chair over here, getting that paid. It could be a cent. It could be one penny. It could be one penny and I'm going to be doing donuts on this chair. <laughs> so it's pretty dope. As far as um, any, any official statements here, Quote YouTube, based on your feedback, we're beginning to roll out separate tabs for shorts, live streams, and long-form videos on all channel pages. We've heard that this will make it easier for viewers to discover the kinds of content they're most interested in and when exploring a creator's channel page. So we're excited to bring this to you all. Not only that, this was done a little bit ago. Don't know the exact time frame, but the fact that we now have like username formats where we can add channels, I find it... I find that to be pretty handy when it comes to giving credits, so on and so forth. Unless that's been the feature. Now I'm lost. Ah, don't, don't tell me that. But you guys let me know. How do you feel about, you know, this transition of balancing short-form content with the long-form content as well as the live implementation of YouTube? That's something that I don't know if I'll ever make that a thing as far as this platform, as far as what I do. Hopefully, at some point in the future, before I get too sidetracked, let's go on to the next subject. Something extremely crucial to humanity. Modern Warfare 2. You see that? I said that with a smile. One thing that I just wanted from this game. Everything that Modern Warfare 19 did right, refine it. That's it. That's all I wanted. I just wanted to make sure, hey, y'all, let's just make sure everything we did right with Modern Warfare 19, we're we going to do it even better. Modern Warfare 2. And let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all, I'm addicted. Now, I'm not addicted to the whole point. I'm playing half my day away, but those two to four hours that I played Modern Warfare 2, listen to the new Smino album, man, 454, which didn't drop last night. I think, what was it, the 26th? Either way, I listened to both of them. Be expecting that. The fact that I'm having the adrenaline, the dopamine, the gunplay is beautiful, the movement. Love the fact that we're able to mount again. We have the doors back in action. And this is coming for someone that I don't play. I, I, I don't really play Warzone. The last time I played Call of Duty for a substantial amount of time was like the beginning of Cold War. So to me, experiencing all of the 19 stuff, but refined, refreshing. Loving the map so far, except for the one where you're sort of in the middle of the streets and it's just like a whole entire mob of cars, right? 
just in every corner and there's only one long pathway, I can't stand that map. I think that map's terrible. Now, it could be because, you know, it's been less than 48 hours, but I just feel, I, I don't know. I take that back. I do know. It's just, it just feels off. Like the lanes, you just going in and out, head, head popping here, the lanes. Now, before I keep going down this, most of the maps, for the most part, I've been enjoying. The gun customization, which I feel could be overwhelming at times for me, keeps me hooked. In previous Call of Duty, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold War, I didn't really have that sensation to, oh, I need to put extra time into my gun customizations. I was just, I'm going to just rock with whatever. Honestly, now that's on me. I'm not saying that's the problem with Cold War, but I was on me. 19, I felt like I had my set guns and I honestly didn't adjust them that much. For, of course, a multiplayer, me mainly playing the multiplayer, I didn't adjust them much. But this game, I'm, I sat for like a solid 30 minutes, to be real with y'all. It was like a solid 30 minutes of me just sort of sitting back like, damn, all right, how do I want to use my attachments? Because I feel... I feel they make an impact. This is on practicality. I don't got the numbers to back it up in a two to four hour time frame. But I was just like, oh, this is important. The way they have the perks structured as much as it's like, just give me my perks, give me my perk pros. I love the balancing behind it. And the fact that as you progress through the level is when you get more perks. It really gives, you know, a level of balance throughout the entire, entire game. And it really forces you to choose what kind of play style do I want. Now, for me, I've already told myself, MW2 2022, I'm going to be a camper. The entire, <laughs> I'm going to be a camper the entire time I play this game. I can't help it. It's in my blood. Not only that, but I'm also reaching a point where, I don't know about y'all, but I don't think I could keep jumping, spraying, and drop shotting. I can't. I'm not going to lie. I can't. I, I think I, I prefer to sit in a corner and just just get my kills. Is that, is that bad? Is that bad? Y'all let me know. Are you, are, do you hate me right now? Oh, you're one of those guys. I am. I am. But anyways, as far as the gun customizations, I, I find it delicious. Very expressive. I know expressive. We're personifying this game for y'all as far as the choices and as far as the perks, keeping things balanced with the play style that you sort of got to think about. I'm like, if I choose this perk system, I got to be a little bit more tactical, strategic. Or am I going all guns blazing? This is the way I, I'm feeling about it. And then most importantly, for it being the first day, I didn't have no lag. I did not have no lag. It's running, it's running great for me. When it comes to PC, I'm not having any optimization issues. And I'm just grateful that we're able to have a joy, joyous, joyous, joyful experience with Modern Warfare 2 right now. And I'm going to keep giving y'all updates when it comes to this. Now, to go into this separate, the ending part of this episode. I got you on the music reviews. This takes me a bit. Takes me a bit. You know how I am sometimes. Sometimes I'm gonna need to I'm gonna need to replay the tracks a couple of times. I still got like a whole thing from last week. I I ain't never went over. But to go into the part of watching out for your friends, watching out for the people you support. This sort of got sparked off with the whole Nori and Ye situation. But I wanna I wanna put this in another way. I've covered the business side now. Going into as far as like the dynamic between these two. How can you, for Nori's sake, and I don't want to just say this for like, for the fact that, oh, we just, I'm going to be talking about Kanye and Nori forever, but it makes great content, by the way. But why would you put your quote unquote friend in a position where they could damage themselves? They could do damage to their brand. They could do, which we've seen, we've seen firsthand. 
and that it's not going to make a good look for the person. Now, we're going to branch off a little bit from there. We'll get back to it. Anytime you're with a friend, your brother, family, whatever the case is, anytime you're with a close one, you got to be mindful of the situation you put them in, regardless if they say they can handle themselves. If you know the kind of person that they are and you know the way they act, it's extremely crucial, extremely crucial for you to choose what you believe is the best route and for, for them. Now, I know based on that statement, well, maybe, maybe it's like, ah, right, he's good enough. Yeah, 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 at times. But you got you to gotta understand the moments when it's just like, not even where it gets too personal, but understands like, listen, you're my dog. Fuck with you. I understand that you believe you could, you know, you can handle yourself or nothing bad can happen, but I know you. I know how you are. I know where this could lead. I understand the environment we're in. I'm not going to allow you, for example, with the drink champs to get on this platform. Or in real life practical use, I'm not going to allow you to go to this spot with me or I'm not going to, you know, going on into that same, st- to that same similar circumstances. Which doesn't get discussed. I know a certain amount of it has to do with accountability of the other person. But also, you know, if you, you in a, you in an area and you know you're going to do some damage to your friend, don't, don't, don't bring him in. Don't bring him in there. We get a little preachy towards the end, towards the end here. But to go back to that drink champs, this is uh this is a discussion that I've rarely seen that I want to discuss, which will be going more into the mental health aspect of how the media treats mental health. And of course, I'm gonna be rooting this back into the drink champs with Ye. For for Ye, someone who a lot of people in the media like to just say, Hey, he has mental health issues, which I'm going to be real with y'all. I, I agree in certain instances that I, whether we're talking about bipolar disorder or whatever else, we could definitely see he ain't all the way there. I can't medically, I can't medically confirm anything Kanye's going through, but I can say there are moments where that ain't, that ain't, it, it ain't just, oh, he's just acting up. No, that's, that's something that needs what will be the proper term for it? That's something that has, you know, needs to be medically cleared. Like that's definitely a condition going on. Whatever the case is, where I'm getting at is, where I'm getting at, I, I put the accountability on Nor. I put the accountability on Ye, but also to understand, to tie in what I said last time, if Ye has mental health issues and you invite Ye to a platform, and you know the kind of person that he is. You know the streak that he's been on. Why would you put him in a situation where it's going to amplify him at his worst? So for the drink champ situation, you got someone with mental health issues. Let's say we're going down this route and we got a room for a liquor. You know, we, Ye's accountable nor is accountable. But at this point, when are we also going to sort of see this as abuse for somebody that has mental issues? Because the media, the media loves to go on this mental health train of, oh, we all got to, we all got to make sure we're checking in on each other. Mental health is serious. We got to make sure we're not going through dark times alone. We got to be respectful. We got to watch what we say. We got certain media has like, for example, we could go with Charlemagne preaching about mental health, which I believe to a certain extent is genuine. I, I'm not saying everybody fake because at the end of the day, we're all humans. We can't be on the same, how, how would I say? 
we can't be perfect 24-7. We, we have our bits and pieces. But for example, Charlemagne, mental health, learning how to talk to one another. But then when things go downhill and with Ye who has mental health issues, then all of a sudden, everything we say about treating each other, treating people with mental, we're going to throw that out the window and we're going to start bashing the person. We're going to start insulting them every single day on social media. And then after insulting them, insulting them, not assaulting them, after insulting them, after saying they trash, they stupid, whatever, whatever, then it goes, oh, but I hope he doesn't hurt himself. What? So after, after you show bad disdain for the man, which, you know, for these mental health advocates going off on someone with mental health issues, isn't it just hypocritical? I believe to be extremely hypocritical and to the point where at a certain point, I believe it falls under abuse against the other person. Definitely. Well, you can't just sit here. I believe you can't just sit here and be a mental health advocate. And then when genuine people with mental health issues start, quote unquote, acting up, yeah, there's accountability on there and there's consequences and repercussions. But at what point are, you know, at one point, you sort of got to sit back. It's like, all right, you got to stop feeding this. So whenever we have the people in charge of media, whether, whether we talk about, again, Charlie made a good example. And Ye's saying what he's saying, you clowning him. I don't think that's, that's helping out the whole mental, you know, the whole mental health space of having to look, look for one another. But y'all, y'all know how. Y'all know how it is. At least I'm explaining my piece on it. And most recently, you know what? It's going to be not completely out of plan. But I believe a good portion of social media, this is going to be a new subject here, is comprehension. Comprehension, comprehension is extremely crucial in social media. And, and I would like to say in, in general, is extremely crucial in real life, right? It, you know, you need to read well. You need to speak well. You need to fully understand the situation. Now, I got this. I got someone in the comments who wasn't able to fully comprehend what I said. And this is going based on, I spoke about how if you have a platform, everything you say on the platform, just keep it in the platform. Don't waste too much time talking about it outside the platform. I preached about it. We, we going to be doing it right here. So I recently made a reel where I said, stop saying this about Kanye. And to summarize it, the narrative of this was all tactically panned by Kanye from the statements to the way he's been acting. This was all a tactical plan for him to remove himself from all the brand deals, corporations, to free himself, have total control. That's complete nonsense, especially based on his actions and how he's still looking for corporations to work with. So that's what I said, right? And a, a large reason Kanye has lost a lot of these deals are because of his statements, because he's been emotionally driven to just say whatever he wants without thinking of the repercussions or how it affects people. And then it affects some business wise. So I'm going to have to say the full username. This is how we're doing it right now. So I had this guy, Tupac Chopra, say defending anti-Semitism, instant unfollow, unfollow. So of course I was like, all right, I'm not just going to sit here and be offended. Like, how dare you feel that I'm anti blah, blah, blah. I ain't stressing that hard. But my only genuine question was, did you watch the real? 
where I explained this? Did you even read the, you know, did he even reach the caption? That was what's going through my head. He responded with, yeah, sounded like you said emotional decisions, decisions when you meant racist, racist comments that got people to drop him. How is Adidas cutting ties his decision? GTFO. All right, dog. I'm, I'm, I'm going to break it down for you. I'm going to break it down for you. How is it an emotional decision? Well, because he was emotional saying it. I think, I think that's pretty simple to say. I'm not saying, <clears throat> I'm not saying just because it was emotional, he should be dismissed or just because he has mental health issues that it should just be dismissed. There's repercussions, there's consequences. However, yay, when he gets on a platform, it's extremely emotional. There's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of crazy statements that require that extra initiative to take a step back, look at the facts, take into consideration what's coming out of your mouth, and act accordingly. It hasn't been happening too, too well. In certain, certain, in certain interviews, because we got certain interviews where, yeah, you're all right. And then we got other interviews where it's just like, you pick your, you know, yay, isn't it? So, and then afterwards he says, how is Adidas cutting ties his decision? I never said it was his decision. I don't even know how, why, I don't even know why this is structured. How is Adidas cutting ties his decision? I ain't never said that, dog. Where did I say it was his decision? Because of his statements that you calling racist, that this guy's calling racist, is the reason why Adidas ended it. Oh, well, well, you know, understanding here. And for, for you guys hearing me right now, as I'm reading this, if it sounds a bit confusing, it's because I'm confused as well still. And usually, well, what I'm practicing is not investing too much of my time handling this outside of my platform. Even though this was on my Instagram, I'm going to speak about it in the podcast because at the end of the day, we're making this content. Not going to invest my time too much outside my platform. Whatever gets said here, whatever gets said on that original reel from the episode, that's where it's going to stay at. So to briefly like summarize this from a point of where I can understand. Uh, look, look, the Tupac, Tupac Chopra guy there's people on the internet like him that because you do not word it exactly how they want you to word it, that they will label you however they see fit. So this guy decided, hey, you're defending anti-Semitism. If that's, who, if that's how you feel, which I completely disagree with, I'm not going to waste my energy and say otherwise. But I will say based on the contents of the real, the captions, losing billions because of their emotions is never a smart move. And the entire episode where I break down, uh, this is, as far as business, this is terrible by Ye. Clearly, you're not able to hear or read the subtitles. And there's only so much I could do. I can't, I can't go too far with this. But I want to talk with y'all, my audience, to let you know what some of the stuff we got to deal with on the internet. And to end it at that, um, how is Adidas cutting? How is Adidas cutting ties? His decision to I'm a I'm a try to make sense of that statement by throwing the accountability at Yay because he dropped the ball by him dropping the ball, making statements that cost him business. 
it wasn't exactly Adidas' decision that, <laughs> oh man, it wasn't like, it was just like, um, you know, well, it, 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 Kanye made the choice for us to do it. No, Adidas as a corporation decided, oh, wait, this, this isn't rocking good. Ye didn't decide that for Adidas. Adidas, they made the move. I mean, there was a whole statement. But to end this episode off and briefly summarize, to briefly summarize, I know I'd be going like in and out of my mode sometimes, getting, you know, having the more, I would say chill approach. You know, just sort of chopping it up, making it, you know, it's always fun for me. This is always fun for me. But, you know, just really chilling, just chilling a bit. And then, of course, getting into the more organized format. So anyways, to go all the way back to the beginning, as far as the two albums that were delayed, dog, I'm starving out here, even though we got new music as far as singles, and I'm still enjoying a good amount of albums this year. Yo, that Dre 21 and Metro Boomin, we need it. We're starving for it. Going on from their YouTube, as far as the way they're handling the shorts implementation, I love to see. It really looks like they have the entire structure planned out and done pretty well. Be expecting for YouTube in 2023 to definitely dominate in the short in the short infrastructure, short format, especially with the payment system coming out and the way they have the algorithm set up. I'm loving it. One thing that I can say about YouTube shorts is that I will love um, better features on the edits as far as the music library, as far as, you know, having it be more like Instagram's short um, shorts form editor, which I believe to be done incredibly well as opposed to even TikTok. Some people favor TikTok. I feel Instagram got it on lock when it comes to the, I believe, UI system. I believe that's the word for it. Going on from there, Modern Warfare 2, I'm, I'm falling in love with the game. I'm feeling like, I mean, I feel like I'm in 2009 again. And then as far as using the metaphors or examples between Ye and Nori on Drinks Champs and then some implications to yourself in real life. Look out for your friends. Watch what platforms they go on. If you know they're not mentally all the way there, if you know they're on a self-destructive path, do, do what's best. Don't take their word. You know what's best looking from the outside. Some people, they get blinded by their own ego. Going on to people not being able to comprehend video, read statements, read subtitles, or even listen clearly. If you're going to invest yourself in some time with it, make it on your platform, on your content, because we're going to keep getting this bread off of that. This, this ain't going to be empty words. You want to... People that make comments that just it almost feels like that you even watched a video. I feel, hey, you know what? This is so dumbfounded that I got to make content on this. Are we going to eat off of this regardless? And then to end this episode off, I'll catch you guys on the next one. I, mean, I feel a little rusty after, what was it, two, three days? But we back at it. Music reviews tonight. I know sometimes I'll be saying tonight or tomorrow and then I'll be close to it. We got, we got it. We, you expecting about two, three episodes every week. I've been doing it. I'm out.